It's Snap, it's Tackle, it's Pod. Welcome to it. Thanks so much for downloading this podcast with Dion Clisoa, Preps KC. I'm Mick Schaefer of 41 Action News. It is cold out. It is sweater weather. It is football weather. And we are slicing and dicing teams in the Kansas City metro area every week. Cutting them in half to get down to state champions on both sides of the state line. Quarterfinals in Kansas. Yes. And class six in Missouri. And class six in the Missouri. We have a little bit farther to go. And yeah, we got uh, classes district finals. I guess is what you'd call them in the classes one. We need five. a universal name for all the rounds. Uh, that might be a winter project for me to name everybody's rounds. And I mean, it's yeah. easy too. Finals, semifinals, quarterfinals. You do like tennis oh, round oh, of sixteen. Yeah, round, sweet sixteen. Do sweet 16. like the NCAA tournament. Everybody knows that. <laughs> we're in the sweet sixteen. Oh, okay, I know what that is. Yeah, but they. But then to... you say hey, we're in sectionals. Okay, regional section four, by 12, 24, 32 teams. Only by dish. We're at substate. Substate's the one Great. that has to go. Substate has to go. Substate sounds like so far down the rung of, of like of uh, on the bracket, but in reality, it's 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 right there. In semifinals. It's final four. <laughs> substate. It's I, just I, below I mean, state. We could do thirty minutes on my hate of Substate. <laughs> That's so great. I, I, I didn't mean, know Kansas still called it. Oh, that, there's a lot did. of people like, oh, we're going, we got the Substate game next week. Yeah. I'm like, no, you have a semifinal game, and it's different for different sports. Yeah, it is. Like Substate for basketball gets you to like the Elite Eight, doesn't it, or something? Or? There's no Substate. Yeah, it is Substate. Substate basketball is. Everybody makes substate because it's your 14. <laughs> you have 32 teams in 6A, right? Uh, there's eight substates that you that everybody goes to. Yes. And then they take the best eight teams to state. Eight. So, yes, it's very different. Which, uh, I was in high school in Virginia. They took the top eight teams to state and reseeded. Oh, did they? Yes. Um, Unfortunately for my, and I did not play. They seed by just record, I think, in, in Kansas. Uh, and I, I was not a participant on my high school team. We had no junior varsity in uh, played Alonzo Mornings High School tough <laughs> our junior year, so I, I definitely wasn't. Was Alonzo Morning on that team? No, he was not. He was on the opposite team. We were, and I'll I'll keep this short. My junior year, we were, but under, he was still in high school. He was in high okay. school. His, his senior year, they'd only lost to Oak Hill, um, and Dennis Scott. Mouth of Wilson, right? Yes, Mouth of Wilson, and so we were. We like I was playing. My school was uh, I think we were twenty one and zero undefeated, and we played in the, in the, the beach conference in Virginia Beach, and we're a good team, and and we made it to what would have been the uh, round of sixteen. If we were one, we'd have, we'd have gone to state because you actually you actually played through that regional, mm-hmm. and then the top two teams went down, and so the game was we we drew um, Indian River High School, which is where Alonzo Morning was. He was a senior. And the game was scheduled to be at some gym that held fifteen hundred or two thousand mm-hmm. people, and they got win. I mean, because there was kind of build up for this for about three weeks. I mean, our school, our coach was on TV, and they were talking about Green Run and all this other stuff, and you know what, you know, Indian Rivers out there, and you know, because they were defending state champions. Uh, so we get, you know, the game's going, the game, you know, getting closer, getting closer, getting closer. They move it to Norfolk State University, that holds eight thousand, eight or nine thousand people. Um, we had to go down after school at 2 o'clock and drive down to Norfolk. We were in Virginia Beach, drive down to Norfolk and um, get our tickets, get, stay in the line, get our tickets. And it, they turned two or 3,000 people away wow. at the door. It was the, it was the largest, like, non-state game that yeah. any crowd they'd ever drawn. And, and it, was, it, it was, you know, we were the biggest high school in the state. Um, and they were, you know, so we, we were winning in the first half. We were leading in the first half, and we thought everybody was with us. And then he dunked, like, an offensive rebound off a of free throw. 
and the place went crazy because you know two thirds of the people there were just to see him play. Yeah. And it was a great experience. It was as fun a high school event as I've ever been to. We lost. They went. We lost in that round both times my junior and senior year. And uh, it, it, you know, it's. It was I don't know what they call it. I thought it was regionals, I think is what we call it there. Yeah. But all you had to do is win. And even yeah. if you lost the next game, you still went down to the final four and they reseeded. They did not win the state Indian Indian River did not win the state championship that year. They lost uh to a team from Roanoke that had a guy by the name of Bryant Stith, who would go on I remember to Virgi- that name. Yeah, yeah, went on to Virginia, was Virginia. ACC yeah. freshman of the yep. year, was a stud, and uh that's who won it that year. Indian River didn't want win it their senior year. And Oak Hill Lonzo did not, Morning did yes. not win a state championship. His, he won it his junior year. year, he did not his senior year. It's amazing. So, lost that to another NBA player. So. Well, <laughs> a very similar comparison here. <laughs> in the nineties in one A Kansas, you had to win <laughs> very similar comparison. You had to win a six team because there were one A was just the Everybody that's yeah. left, right? And that would be over like a hundred teams. So you had to win a six six team um regional, then you had to win a four team substate, then you had to win an eight team state to win it all. So you had Decent to win five uh seven to eight games. Yeah. To And you actually that. played on that team. I was just a I fan did, of yeah, guys. yeah. Again though. 1A Kansas. <laughs> we jumped up to 2A after that. We just did an eight-team sub-state after I, that. I was, on the, uh, I was on the city championship rec team. Nice. Huge. I was, hey. the, I was, the, I was which makes me, I think, the best ninth or tenth player off the bench rec league in you the city. You know what? They, they say there's all, no matter how good you are, there's always someone better. But you know what? How No matter how bad you are, you're always better than somebody else, okay? <laughs> there's always somebody worse. Yes. I like to, I like to flip that little with, thing. With no JV, I feel like that my senior year, I was on the best JV team. Yeah, Because we had no JV in the Virginia Beach City Schools. Oh, really? Yeah. We just had, varsity? Just varsity. And we had 3,000 students in three grades and how no JV. <laughs> Like, so hey, need- we don't want you going out for sports. Needless to say, I was not one of the best 15 basketball Unless players. Unless you have a school. full ride to Georgetown, <laughs> don't show up for tryouts, okay? We don't even want any of this D2 crap coming around here. Okay? Yeah, we, pretty much our starting five all Unless played. you're going to the Big East, okay? I mean, not not necessarily huge schools, but like Campbell and places like yeah. that. And some yeah. of those southeastern schools. We yeah. had four D1 basketball players yeah. on our team. Um, all right. So speaking of these rounds <laughs> and maybe the necessity of them, let's talk about Kansas because I did some math, which is always... <laughs> Always uh, ciphering. Always dangerous. Yeah, I woke up feeling dangerous, so that I did some math. So there have been 48 um, state playoff games played the last two weeks in 5A and 6A in Kansas. Makes sense, right? They go from 32 down to 16, now down to 8. Um, of those 48 games, two have been decided by one score. Just two. Only three others have been decided by two scores, which means, Dion. 43 of the 48 games in 5A and 6A so far in the playoffs have been blowouts. And maybe in high school football, you don't want to call, hey, it's, you know, 17 points or 20 points, not a blowout. Okay, I'm with you. But three scores or more. Is it sad that I can name the two? Uh, I can name one. What, what's the, what are the two? Spring Hill and yep. Pittsburgh and Blue Valley North no. and Gardner. Well, that's 4A. Oh, that's 4A. Yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry. Oh, man, I thought I had one there. Uh, well, no, I can't name the other one besides Blue Valley North and Gardner Edgerson. Yeah, that that was a, that was the one score game, and then there was one that was like nine to six, and I can't, yeah. it might have been on the five A side. I think it, might it was be. on the east side. Um, I fill those brackets out late on Friday. Yeah. So that, <laughs> Regardless, <laughs> it, it begs the question: What are we doing here? Did we waste our time I, the last two weeks? Because back in the day, 
they didn't have those rounds. No. And he, he took one of four. One of every four teams made the playoffs. Everybody else started basketball. There season. is that discussion, too, on the Missouri side in some of those 8-1, 7-2 games. Um, and they're, you know, they're kind of looking at – they're always looking at tweaking. I, I think that that's the mode that they are in, in football and, and on the Missouri side at least is like, what can we tweak every year? What can we yeah. do differently? Is, is are those games necessarily good for the teams that are playing them, whether the team that's blowing the team out or the team that's losing? And in those eight-team districts, there's talk of giving one and two a bye and seven and eight yeah. um, playing – you know, like a little bowl game or at the end of the season, which is, you know, another game to play. Some people might not like that, but it's still, you know, you get a ninth game or a tenth game, depending on which side of the state line you're on. I don't know. I You, you need to see more historical data, I think. I think we're only a few years in on the Kansas side. But, man, there's some just – there's some bad games. I mean, it, it's, you know, Topeka Highland Park against Aquinas in round one. Gee, many Christmas. I, you know, and Coach Dryling basically said it. We played a game that there was not competition in. Um, Olathe North played Blue Valley Northwest two weeks in a row and then played Wyandotte. And I don't know if that's good for – or Olathe Northwest and, and Wyandotte, two probably the worst 6A teams in the Metro. Not only do I not think it's good for Olathe Northwest to get beat down two weeks in a row by the same team or Wyandotte to have to step out if, you know, they're a one-win or two-win team to have to go out and get, you know, their last game be a mind-numbing loss. I don't know if it does Olathe North much good. Right. They got Blue Valley West this week, and they got to strap it on for the first time in month, month and a half. Right, and that's a lot of these teams out there starting this week. They haven't played a lot of them because a lot of them ended with not great games. A lot of them haven't played a real game that's gone down to fourth quarter plays and come down to the wire in like a month. Yeah, I mean, so I'm I'm for more games for everybody. I think Kansas should add at least one more week. Missouri could add another week for all I care. Well, I don't know about that. But <laughs> but 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 and and but then paring down the playoffs. Because if you added two more games but then took away two rounds for for the uh you know on the Kansas side, you would still end at the same time. You would have less of a watered down playoffs, but then more teams, I mean, everybody would get eleven games. Well, I think if or it would be I look at games, it like I, a, guess, I look at it on the the way Kansas does it. I wouldn't have as much of an issue if you if you lopped off the bottom four and let them play and gave buys to one, two, three, and four. Um, you know, in Missouri, they do the eight-team districts. If you lopped off seven and eight in class six, yeah, I mean, Liberty and Lee Summit West, though they didn't finish the season great, are solid football teams and capable of beating – as we've seen, Blue Spring South would not have played another game. They would have just played against Columbia Hickman and gone on with their day, and they, they won a game. They knocked off a two-seed for the second year in a row and basically were beating the three-seed mm-hmm. and barreling towards the district championship game. I, I, think it, uh, you, you can't, I think in a 1-8 version, it's tough to lop off. In a 32-team in bracket, it's tough to lop off eight. Mm-hmm. But if you're seeding them 1 through 16 or even 1 through 32 – I don't have a problem lopping off 31, 32. Right. I mean, or, you know, 28 through 32 or however you would do it and letting some teams have some buys. I, and, I, you know, I'm, I don't like the buy as a general rule, but, the, but in football, man, you, you see it on the pro level, on the, on the college level. You get a week to rest up. Yeah. You earn that. I mean, you fight right. to earn that. Yeah, and I think the way Kansas seeds, which I don't think is the right way, <laughs> actually helps them in that – you you'll have a Blue Valley Southwest that plays in a tough conference, gets the thirteen or fourteen seed, whatever it was, and 
is now all of a sudden in the in the quarterfinals because they just seed them by record. Now, if they weighted them more, maybe Southwest is more appropriately seeded as like an eight or a nine, and they win one game or they don't win a game. But but and it's cyclical, right? This is probably an end uh, or one of those years that's on the far end of the spectrum to where there's the the haves are so much. There's such a yeah. big difference between the haves and the have-nots over over in Kansas. I just I just found that as I was perusing the brackets, I'm like a uh, 42 to six, 54 to nothing, 35 to seven, you know, 54 to 20. I mean, just 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 blow out people city. hanging 40 and 50 points on a regular basis, yeah. and it is kind of cyclical and and. I look at class five in Missouri and we were just three years ago, four years ago, eh, maybe maybe five, six years ago from when class five had 48, 49, 50 teams and like Fort Osage and Park Hill and Staley yeah. and all those schools were battling it yeah. out. And you felt like if you got out of the Park Hill beats Fort Osage gets to the semifinals is probably the best team, but Oh, by the way, they're playing with their third string quarterback because <laughs> right. Fort Osage beat the crap <laughs> right. out of them. Right. And they, and they lose to Nixa who goes on and loses to Columbia battle. Who's a brand new school. So it, it, you know, class five was like that. And now man, it's down to 36 teams because there's so many smaller schools that have dropped out. The mm-hmm. floor's kind of dropped out below and it's not good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing rankings and we're trying to find 10 teams. Now next year that's going to switch up if they do end up going to the class 1 as the catch-all. And so they'll they'll be 64 teams and it'll be a bloodbath. You'll have Grain Valley, Platte County, Kearney, all those schools, Web City, unless Web City cooks the books, which they possibly could. Um <laughs> no. Yeah, they all would move up to 5 along with your Staley. I mean, and part of it is Staley's having a down year, Fort Osage is having a down year. You know, it's it, that's the thing about yeah. around here class 5 just doesn't have that, you know, crisp Man, our teams are good enough to go play in a state championship mm-hmm. game like you did the last two years with Fort Osage and Staley. Um, all right, let's look at some games this week over on the Missouri side. We'll start with the REMAX Big Three on the Missouri side. You can find that at prepskc.com. Dion has a great uh, YouTube link to it, so it's not just words. If you, if you, <laughs> if you learn better with moving pictures, Dion has It's pretty much well. moving pictures now. It used to be a long 900. It did, yeah. There was a time it was 900 words on both sides of the state line when there was a magazine. It's easier just to edit it together. Together, didn't it? And just you know, I, write it I end up writing. It. I end up scripting it, and it takes it takes about half the time that it used to take to do both of them. Yeah. I did them in the in the. Uh, <coughs> you in don't the have magazine. to worry about typos whenever, whenever no, I, you're you're talking. But it it takes you know maybe it takes about the same amount of time to do the video. But I enjoy the video, and it, and, it, and it to me, me you reading eighteen hundred words of my prose. Yeah. Versus seeing highlights Rose. of kids who. Are, play the game pros is a really over the top word for what i wrote a little bit um but seeing the videos of the kids actually for me actually that makes it better because you're getting more kids out there yeah all right you mentioned um i didn't mention rate peck i don't know but let's begin there uh rate peck and liberty north we saw i mean rockers hung with liberty north last week i, I was i was i was shocked now was that hey we're winning this for Sev. He's not going out in a blowout. We're hanging on. Was that an emotional near win? Or can Liberty North be had by somebody on this side of the state? Well, I think all the teams are pretty close. And I think Liberty North, uh, Rockers posed a problem for Liberty North because their front seven was so good. But Liberty North does what they do so well, and they are built to do. They got two fumbles. They turned one of them into seven points. Mm-hmm. They blocked a punt. There was a high snap. It comes down, so the timing's off just that little bit. They block a punt. They turn that into seven points. There's 14 points right there, and that, and that's what they do. They don't. They're to to give you a remember the Royals in 15. 
Yeah. If you made a oh, mistake, yeah. it's they like were the cut. only Royals team they, I yeah. care to remember. <laughs> they would crush you. Yeah. One little that's mistake true. and it's five runs on the board. And that's what Liberty North does. If you make a mistake and give them a short field, they're punching it in for seven. Right. And that's what they do. And Ray Peck is kind of built similar to that, that way too. And um, and that the fact that Coach Cruz at Ray Peck and Coach Jones at Liberty North, I think go back to the days when Jones had first got the job at Park Hill. I think they coached together. I, 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 I want to say they went to they Did they go to together? Northwest to play together at Northwest? I want to say. Maybe. They know like each that. other real well, and they're very good friends. And they have very similar styles, and they run very similar offenses. And they both have been very successful and got a lot of state championships. So I think that it's going to be an interesting game. I think it's a fun game. Um, Liberty North has become appointment television in terms of getting out there and watching the crowds and being a part of what's going on out there. Uh, and it's it, it, it could go – I think it's a coin flip game. Really? Uh, because they are the two best teams – the last month of the season. So rightfully so, they're playing each other yeah. in this spot. And unfortunately, they may be the second and third best teams in the state, and then they're probably going to play DeSmet next week. Yeah. I think that, I think that the winner of this game, you play DeSmet, I think if you win that game, you're not a lock, but you're pretty close to, to winning a state title. Um, and you said for the first time since 2005. No Blue Springs, no Rockhurst, no Blue Springs South in the state championship game. That's amazing. What a run that is. And 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 look, on the other end, I I, I like the new blood. I love that Liberty no, North can carry the Kansas City flag this year. And, or yeah, Ray Peck or whoever. Coach Cruz said you know, they've been in six for a good decade, and this is the first time they've really been able to kind of get up there and, yeah. and be in a district championship game. So it's a big, it's definitely a big game for Ray Peck too. So I think it's, I mean, it's going to be a great atmosphere at Liberty North. Uh, it will. All right, other games on the Missouri side on the uh, Remax Big Three, which again can be found at PrepsKC.com. Grain Valley and Harrisonville, two couple teams on the outskirts, kind of the metro area of uh, both our uh, areas, really. But uh, two good teams as well. Obviously, Harrisonville with the tradition, and, and Grain Valley just kind of building tradition. What do you make of this game? Uh, Grain Valley is 0-5 against Harrisonville in the postseason, and most of those games have come in the last 10 years. So I, I, I bet I bet Grain Valley's aware of that. Yes, That they might are. be they, a rallying cry so this they, week. <laughs> two years ago, four years ago, um, three years ago, they had they played them in the regular season, and they, they will bring people in to talk to the team on their team meal on Thursday night. So Coach Alley asked me if I'd like to come down. So I came down and gave the speech, and they went to Harrisonville and beat them in the regular season. Yeah. First time they'd beaten them like that in a while. Um, play him in the postseason, get beat. And then the next year, same thing happened. They beat him in the regular season, yeah. got beat. Um, there's a rumor that I'll be giving that speech on Thursday night. Oh, <laughs> look at that. <laughs> I've, been, I've been asked back. So you've been... they, they broke the big three curse. I was going to say, you're, they you're had asked been, to break the streak. They had, been, they had been a big three game, and we'd had Coach Daly on the radio show several times and lost every single time. So he, he was happy last week that they broke the curse against Grandview and did it without their starting quarterback, and they handled Grandview 36-7. Right. to seven. So I think they're playing great. And, and the confidence they have, the way they played, and Parker Bozeman stepped in for Cole Keller, and hats off to that team and that kid. Um, for stepping in. Now, the funny thing about it was he told us that last week that they felt pretty good because Cole Keller is a great athlete and as a freshman would get called up to varsity games to play receiver. And so Bozeman would play the weeks that he got called up to do that, would play 
quarterback for JV. So, the, oh, really? so they, <laughs> nice. felt pretty, they felt pretty good that he'd had that experience and it just worked out well for him. But uh, now, you know, Harrisonville, Jace Reynolds, their, their tailback's over 2,000 yards. It's not the biggest Harrisonville team you've ever seen. They're playing well. I just don't think they played the same level of comp. They haven't played the same level of competition that Grain Valley has. I think they're going to, I think Grain Valley's going to get it done, not because I'm giving the speech, but, <laughs> means, but uh, that would be convenient. You might be asked uh, back I might be, there every year. I might that be, happens. yeah, I might be the Thursday night uh, or banished or, or banished. Yes. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see what happens. We could go one way or the other. All right. Love that matchup. Um, also on the Missouri side, Center and Odessa, speaking of matchups uh, that I love. We've been eyeing this one for a couple of weeks. Uh, they beat the uh, the, Bo- the Boone County Twins, right? Uh, Booneville and Southern Boone. Booneville and Southern Boone, both uh, both wasted by Sinner and Odessa last week. And now we have Yellow Jackets and Bulldogs in what should be a fun fun game. Yeah, you know, Odessa's rolling. And we talked to Coach DeLong, and he's like, you know, they're, he said they're so sound in what they do. He goes, they don't make any, they don't make any penalties. He goes, he goes, I think they've had like, you know, 10 or 15 penalties. He goes, heck, that's our first half. <laughs> he goes, you know, they run between the tackles and, and the quarterback makes great decision, Josie Meter on. And uh, you know, at the same token though, center is is fast and physical. They've got almost four thousand yards rushing as a team. Wow. In eleven games. And so they they've got three or four different guys who can who can do it. Chris Ferrer is kind of the leader of the pack. Um they got another guy whose first name is Nosa, and I'm not gonna try and pronounce his last name, who's who's We're in the best. last uh couple of weeks has come up and he's got almost eight hundred yards. Their quarterback Jesse Stills uh has got about 700 yards rushing, and he also throws the ball a little too. I think it's a great matchup of styles. Um, Odessa is big and physical and strong. I don't know how much – they're not going to match center speed. That's not happening. And the question is, is will center be the type of team with their speed to give Odessa some problems? Right. Um, offensively and defensively because, you know, Odessa's used to running between those tackles and then breaking off some stuff, and, and there may be some of those 25-yard gains that get stopped at 10 or 15. Right. Um, on the Kansas side, uh, in 6A – so many times, even in this round, the quarterfinal round, and even the semis, there, there's rematches, right? Well, this one is not, and it's great. It's a, it's another barometer test between the Sunflower League and the EKL, although I don't need, know if we need <laughs> any more evidence between those two leagues. But it's Olake the North and Blue Valley West. Uh, Eagles and Jaguars in a, in a quarterfinal matchup um, over on the Kansas side. And, of course, you think of Olake the North, you think of Arlen Bruce. Think of Blue Valley West. You think, uh, I mean, Riddle, the the, the running back, you know, the, the, the uh, Cummings, uh, running back, Riddle, the Cummings, um, and um, a, a team that's just they've been steady. They've just been good yeah, all they, year long. They they are good. They can you know they they want to run the ball. That's what they do. Riley Cummings, you know, six two two twenty five tailback, and yeah, he's a big he's a big guy, big runner. And, and you know, you know, I t- talked to Corkenmeyer and the coach at West and Josh Corkenmeyer. He said. He said, you know, they, we don't have, you know, we, we're physical and we're tough. We don't have a ton of big, huge kids because we just got a lot of, like, 6'1", 195 guys. Yeah. Because we got about 20 of them. And <laughs> you can do, you know what, at 6A, that's are linebackers. Those are, you know, yeah. th- those are some tight linebackers, ends. Linebackers, maybe safeties. Maybe yeah, DNs. all those guys, if they run well. Um, and that's, you know, and they've got a big physical back, so they don't need to have big earth movers when a guy who can break tackles like Riley Cummins, who, you know, wear guys out. And then last week, you know, they go into a game and, and Shawnee Mission Northwest says, you're not going to run Riley Cummings. So um, they threw for like almost 300 yards, and mm. David Brown, the receiver, had 270 yards. Wow. And he's fat. I, I, I did a track meet this year, the Shawnee Mission North did Relays. You? Yes. Sideline of the track meet, man. I'll tell you, that's good. Nice. That's good stuff. <laughs> you can get it. And uh, and he was on the relay team and, and ran the 100, and he's just pure speed. And, um, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting because Olathe North – they haven't really played a team 
I don't even know if they played a team with a winning record since they lost to Lawrence. And that's in week seven. And we're in week 11 on the Kansas yeah. side. So they've, they're going to have to play. Now, I mean, they've got Erlen Bruce, and he makes big plays, and he, he makes things happen. So I'm not sure exactly how it's all going to shake out. But uh, West has been through the grind, and nothing is going to scare them. And I think that they've got a good shot at making it to a 6A semifinal. Yeah, the uh, EKL, by the way, 15-2 and two so far in the playoffs. And one of those two losses is St. James losing to e- Aquinas. And EKL, EKL crime. Crime yeah. right yeah. there. The only loss um, outside of that is, is Blue Valley Northwest losing in a shootout to Shiny Mission Northwest. Yeah. So EKL has shown up uh, strong here. Um, in this uh, in this postseason, you'll see right here Blue Valley and Blue Valley North play as well. Another Remax Big Three game of the week. This one is a rematch of a Tigers. Win. Yeah, and that was early in the year, and you know Blue Valley North had a bunch of injuries, and they're kind of getting healthy again. Their sophomore quarterback Henry Martin's got more games under his belt. They go to Gardner and they beat them. Um, they stop a two point conversion and, and win forty two forty one. The people in Gardner don't think that. They stopped it, but they think they got in. There's some. Twi- seen video. Have you seen video? I've seen video. Um, there's 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 like a Zapruder film of people claiming that he was two handed face masked and dragged back from the, the <laughs> line. And um, I've also received some pictures that looked like he was about a yard behind the thing. Too. By the way, and the new thing now is to go for for two and all levels. It's like not working. You saw Iowa State and Oklahoma didn't work. You saw it earlier this year. Clemson and uh, and North Carolina uh, don't go for two. Anymore. I will extend say the game. Gardner lost the game. I think they missed an extra point against um, Lawrence earlier this year. But then they did try a fifty yarder with the kid at the end of the game. So maybe you know sometimes sometimes at high school when you get guys who are soccer guys, they're better longer. Yeah. Than they are short. It's you know it's like a golfer who can drive the ball but they can't chip. Right. And that's, I mean, that's, you know, if you're not playing the sport all the time, you you can learn how to just, you know, whack it deep. But being able to lay that thing nice and right up to the uprights, especially close, is, I I think, to me, an extra point's almost more daunting than just running at it and booting it. Well, yeah, and it's the psychology of, like, everybody expects me to make this extra point, right? I I should do this. Like a layup, a wide-open layup. And there's a lot of people involved that we saw with the Chiefs last week. There are. Apparently, <laughs> even the Chiefs can't get the stuff like that right. Um, so, Blue Valley, you, you like them to repeat because uh, Blue Valley North has gotten better. They've gotten better, but I like Blue Valley in this game. I think Chase, I think one of the people on their team that's, that that doesn't get a lot of credit is Chase Jans, their tailback. He's quietly having a good year over a thousand yards. Uh, Jake Wolf, good quarterback. Sterling Lockett, good receiver, and they got another good receiver too. Uh, they can get it up and down. I, I think Blue Valley is playing some of its best football. They got a big win over Blue Valley West, 10-7, the last week of the season. And both those teams have just sprung out of that last yeah. game. And, um, and who knows, they may have a rematch here next week. Could happen um, in the semifinals on the east side in Kansas. Uh, DeSoto and Mill Valley jumping down to 5A. Talk about a game that is not only not a rematch. These two teams, by the way, in the same school district, they're calling it the 2-3-2 showdown out there in Western Shawnee <laughs> and I guess actually in DeSoto uh, for this game. Not only are these two teams not played this year, they haven't played since 2003. Yeah, and they I, I'm just gathering just the feeling of when they split the school, the DeSoto football program wasn't very good when they split the school. Yeah. And I think maybe it sounds like the football players went to Mill Valley and Mill Valley yeah. was pretty good it right off took the bat. Off, right? And it got bigger, too. It and got that bigger. Was the plan out there was to make a bunch of little schools, I'm told, a bunch of 3A and 4A schools 
to where, you know, better teacher-student ratio, more chance to do activities, whatever. But then Mill Valley started getting bigger, and they realized, hey, it's a lot cheaper to just add on to <laughs> yes. a school than it is to build a brand new one. So they are literally still adding on to Mill Valley. They don't have a whole lot of space left out there. Uh, but that, that's been it. So as Mill Valley has was born out of DeSoto, it's kind of become Mill Valley being the bigger brother type deal. Yeah, and, and it's, you know, talking with Coach King, he said, you know, this is – he said, "You know, we're just focused on the game. We haven't played them in so long. It's not nobody's here. There's no real rivalry in that sense. Right. I mean, you know, it's not like we've, right. you know, they beat us last year. They beat us. I mean, but he said they're bringing in extra bleachers. People are trying they're to bring, figure out bringing in bleachers. Yeah, <laughs> it's not going to be enough. He said he said they're trying to figure out where they're going to park. He goes, I live a half mile from the stadium. People are calling me asking if they could park at my house. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so no, I I think and and not to you know I know you're a Mill Valley guy, but." I I know I've been to a Mill Valley game and I know people have been to DeSoto game. I've heard that I mean, knowing how the atmosphere those are two of the best atmospheres in the metro right now. Yeah, yeah. And and, and a lot of that has to do with those teams, they're winning, so your yeah. atmosphere is always good. But that's gonna be just I mean, uh, spilling yeah. over. Yeah, around you'll the have track. so many people there. One, I mean, you get more attendance when the farther you go, the further yes. you go in state. And then two, you're gonna have people that really have no dog in the fight, but live in the district and live in the area and just want to see a what 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 should be a great game. Yeah, no, I think it's I think it's a fun one, and um, really, I think if you take you know Aquinas as the you know they were they weren't the one seed because they didn't get to play the extra game. Yeah. Another seating question there for uh, yep. Yep. <laughs> for, for Keisha. But Although I don't know if they would have because DeSoto had, had blown I think their DeSoto opponents blown out by so yeah. much. I think they had a, there like were a, a 20... lot of games like I'm looking at Aquinas' schedule here now that were below the 13 points. They only won by seven against St. James, James, seven against Mill Valley. Uh, I guess they won by 14 against Blue Valley West. Uh, would have been I just uh, 13. Well, 13. So Bishop DeSoto, I think, closest game was 14 to nothing against Spring Hill. Yes, that was it. Uh, no, they had a 12 or against 28 16, I believe, against Baser Linwood. Yes, early in the season. Yeah. Um, but, but that would have been enough to be more than uh, what Aquinas could have gotten to. So I think even if they would have gotten an extra game, DeSoto would have been the, the number one seed. And so it's worked out for. Uh, I would think you know, that maybe Aquinas' defending champion who hadn't lost in 20 games might get the kiss. It's not, that's not, not, uh, it's not part of the uh, <laughs> process. That's not part of the, And everybody, all the Valley fans are, are just fine <laughs> waiting as long as possible <laughs> to potentially have to run into Aquinas. Well, you guys kind of got their number in the semifinals. That's kind of the uh, two and one against them in the uh, semis. Yeah, they would have lost uh, in 17 in the semis. And then in the quarterfinals last year. Yeah, in the quarterfinals last year. I, 14, I think. Did they? Be, uh, I don't Maybe I don't remember four, that I can't back. Remember, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, the Royals we'll were in the that World one. Series that year. That, they that, were I, it gets, very it shoddy memories. Yes. Uh, <laughs> other games. Uh, let's get to them here before we, we have to get out of here. We got Fordo, Raytown. Uh, we've got uh, North Kansas City, Staley, Lincoln. Lincoln Prep's got a chance. Lincoln Prep's got a chance. Platte County. Platte County, and and great win for them last week. And uh, this over, is like the furthest they've gone, right? Yeah, I think so. I, I think so. Yeah. The, the, they're try the, the history books aren't great there, so that every week they go, it's like another you know step, and they're all looking back in the yearbooks trying to figure things out. Uh, I think it's a great win for them. You know, they're legitimate now. They beat an Excelsior Springs team, yeah, um, in overtime. Uh, did it playing well. Um, you, uh, Platte County's taking them seriously. Uh, this is not a hey, we're going to play in the city school. We're going to get her, um, you know, go down there and and walk through. And they've got players, and they're and they're juniors. They're mostly juniors, so they're probably going to be back next year. And uh, you know, that's a feel good story of the year. Even with a little bit of tragedy mixed in with the yeah. Israel Gentry, who's still uh, trying to battle back from his car um, 
accident a couple weeks ago. But no, I think it's a fantastic game, and I'm not going to be stunned if Lincoln Prep wins it. I like I like Platte County just because they've got that experience, and those kids are wired to be playing this mm-hmm. week of the season and next week of the season, and that's there's something to be said for that. Um, another good game you mentioned, uh, Raytown Fort Osage. Raytown should win that game. They didn't the first time around. Um, I think they're the most talented team in five in Missouri. You said that and, now, on this side oh, in Kansas it. City, they've got to prove it. I like North Kansas City. They they really? had a park. They played a tough Park Hill South team last year. Last week and went to overtime. Staley's down their quarterback, um, and so we'll see if that game with Oak Park, which was close, and then they kind of pulled away by a couple scores late. If that was more of the Oak Park, yeah, muddy you down and yeah. and make you play ugly, which is what they've done all season, or if that's Staley being vulnerable. And I think yeah. North Kansas City's really motivated to get this win. I, I think they've got a shot. And their their running backs Hall and Brown. I tell yeah. you, they both went for a combined 500 yards last week. Four <laughs> uh, A in Kansas. What is it? Miege and Tonganoxie. Miege and Tonganoxie. Kind of similar feel as Mill Valley and Desoto. An undefeated Tonganoxie team hasn't played the schedule uh, of Miege, and Miege hasn't had any problems in the playoffs the last several years. Do they have one here? Well, we'll find out. Um, Tongi's good. Uh, their their tailback's really good. He's got 2,000 yards and. We'll, we'll find out. I, you know, I think that Miege has still got the better athletes. I mean, they got Jackson Cobbins and um, Dorsey, their quarterback's really good too. So I, I think they've just got more athletes and they can get up and down the field and the experience. I mean, uh, and then they, Paola's got Paola. Chanute. Yeah. Uh, I think they can beat Chanute, and I think they will beat Chanute, and I think we've got a good chance of it being Paola and uh, Miege next week. Sounds great. Thanks so much for the time, Dion. We appreciate it. It's always fun. Thanks to you as well for listening to Snap Tackle Pod. We'll